0: Stuff. Welcome back to the Toy Lines Podcast. With me, as always, is my good friend Tom Romero. Tom, how are you doing today? Good, good. A lot of
1: good toy news this week. We got Snake Mountain shipping finally. And in a side unrelated note, I'll be living in a cardboard box. Because, yes. Fully furnished with the kitchen and Skeletor wall to wall.
0: Yes, right. They could, uh, the box is amazing. It's remember when you're a kid and like somebody would get a refrigerator and it would come in that big box, yeah. And you'd play in that box for like until you tore it apart, pretty much. I That's remember, good day. I remember
1: when I first got back in God, '83, '84, when I first saw the box for my original vintage castle, Grayskull.
0: I thought that was big, huh?
1: I thought it was the huge, yeah. And then you know, as an adult, I guess you know Brian took a cue and was like, "Well, you know, it, it's comparable now with, with adult sizes." Uh,
0: you know what it is? I think when you're a kid, it's like first perspective; everything looks bigger. You know, like the the, the i mean like the box. I remember seeing that box or the box for the Millennium Falcon. Probably the same thing. Thing looked gigantic. You're like, "Oh my lord!" Look at the size of that thing. And then. When you look at it now for the, for the originals, you're like, that's not, yeah, the, it's like the size of that thing, big. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of weird because everything is like that when you're, when you're little, like um, just everything is uh, no matter what it is, like, you know, it may be a, a hill that or a tree that you're trying to climb or, you know, all that nonsense, but this super seven box, is beyond big. I mean, I don't it's know. what huge. The, like, I mean, it's, foxes. um
1: yeah, we're looking at this, um, picture of Brian Flynn holding
0: it. It's pretty much covered his body. You see his ankles down and his nose up. And you can wear it for a mask, um, during these COVID times. Cause it'll protect you. But yeah, that thing, I think it could fit us both in there. Probably. I mean, it's this thing is really huge. We can get bunk beds. Um, yeah, that, the thing is just, I don't I really, uh, then you got to think about the size of the styrofoam in there, mm-hmm. you know, cause this, this thing's going to be shipped. So it's, I'm sure that's in a, a cradle of styrofoam that's going to get all over the place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You pretty
0: much have to take out a mortgage to, yeah. uh, to own yeah. one. Yes. So, um, Tom, I'm going to ask you a question. I didn't didn't, um, pre-script this question to you, so you have no idea what it is? Okay. Uh, Who is your favorite turtle? Ooh, tough. Growing up, it was always
1: Leonardo. Mm -hmm. As I was reading the comics, I veered off towards more Donatello. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, this second... I'll be honest with you, it's a toss up. I'm I'm looking at them both right now and I, I just I don't think I have one particular favorite. I mean they're I love Splinter, uh Michelangelo's great, you know, Raphael's like a badass, but yeah, I, it's yeah, it's well, tough. Who's your favorite
0: movie turtle then? In, in the from movie, the nineties movie? Eh, any of them. Probably Leonardo. Even in like the most recent ones too? Mm, the most recent ones,
1: yes, only because I really hated the design of Donatello with
0: the glasses. Uh, was and her, uh, he was also skinnier. Yeah, which yeah, I think it was, the, it was just a weird look for him. I think what they were going for, from what I read, was like Raph was much bigger, so he was kind of like this like rugby player, wrestler kind of thing. And since Donatello was the tech guy, he was supposed to be a little bit scrawnier. Um.
1: Yeah, I just didn't like the the setup,
0: like the junk they were wearing. Yeah, and I guess that's also, that's supposed to be like stuff that washes up in the sewer,
1: I guess. You're right, right.
0: But I will, I will tell you this, though.
1: Only thing I really liked about those movies was Splinter. I mean, he was, he was a, you know, he was a ninja master. I mean, the stuff he did with the tail, I mean, he took out all four turtles in like two seconds.
0: Yeah. Um, and what do you think about Shredder? Good villain? Overrated?
1: No, he, he was...
0: Uh, I find him you like a him? Good. Was it, great villain. It, it's funny
1: with... Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I liked him better than Krang. Yeah, I was never a Krang fan. Uh, I mean, I, I liked the original Mirage issues right before they started getting into all the alien stuff.
0: Yes, with the, tri- you know? the Triceratops. The, right. Whatever they were the, the, called.
1: Yeah, the Triceratons. Thank you and fugitoid eh, fugitoid is okay i'm a big robot guy but i just i hate it when they try to mimic other things because for some reason to me it cheapens out the original right just well, let them be just let them be you know outcast mutants for like right. at least at least 20 issues before you
0: introduce this whole other exactly
1: What's you know what's but i mean i think uh, from what i read peter Laird was a was you know a big alien guy so
0: and i think he like i think he was a big dinosaur fan as well yeah what's interesting was that the shredder i think it was just supposed to be the a one-time villain mhm right um yeah cuz he
1: dies in issue 1 yeah right,
0: supposedly um i i actually kind of think they meant it and then the cartoon needed the villain or a villain so they just used him um he is a good on-screen villain you know he's he's cool looking yeah and um you know just uh, over the years they've uh kind of rebooted the franchise but they've they've kept him it's cool that they use him now um i guess they see that that he's a he's sort of their like their joker you know he's their main right. Nor- norman osborne he's like their every hero has should we, has like that one villain I guess he's theirs, which is... You know,
1: if you um, go on YouTube, look at the Turtle Den, apparently the Turtle Den uncovered something pretty interesting. There was going to be a prequel series with just Hamato Yoshi and Oroko Saki. That would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, for some reason, it didn't get picked up. I, maybe Nickelodeon was going to do it. I forget. I, I'm loosely... Uh, remembering this, but uh, yeah, if you go on to turtle den, great wood uh, turtle news website, what is it? So, was it? Turtle Den, it's Network? on you, yeah, it's on YouTube. Just did where they have, turtles, then do they have an Instagram? I have no idea, uh, mo- probably. I mean, yeah, everybody's got everybody it. does. My dog does today,
0: yeah. Uh, what was that? I well, check that out, turtle. You know
1: what? Great segue because according to Tom Waltz, last ronin is at the printers. Nice. Hopefully we'll get to see issue one, October 28th.
0: I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to wait until it's all out to read, you know, if I, uh, trade, I think, card. I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's going to prevent spoilers. Uh, but I think that's the best way. Uh, I'm, you're gonna talk about it. So oh my right. god, I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah. Over it. But I think also that's gonna be the best way to read it too, because if it's however it's being released, I don't know if it's gonna be monthly by monthly, whatever. By monthly, by month. Okay, so like, I like it, um, kind of like be. Re- so every two months, then it's like I'm gonna forget. Not uh, you know, I would have to like reread the issues over and over. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of like that's why I like to read the trade. Um i'm I'm getting like that now in my old age that i just uh i just want the trade you know i'll, I'll read it that way and uh I can read up my 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 leisure usually I'll, one or two days though but um it's just uh i think for that storyline that's kind of that's gonna be a good way to read it because, yeah uh, but it's also cool in the other way every two months you're like okay you think you know what it is and maybe the next issue is going to like throw you off and is, you know, or these clues they, they they might be dropping. So I have no idea how they're doing this, but, uh, it does sound like a cool thing. Yeah. So So, what do we got going on in the world today?
1: Netflix is getting sued. Did you hear about this? No. By the Sherlock Holmes estate. Oh, so Nola Holmes is a, uh, Netflix movie. Yes, uh, about, Bobby, about Millie and Bobby Brown. Right, about uh, Sherlock's sister and, uh, and, and the parents of their did mother. Did you know she had a
0: sister? He had a sister. Did you know that?
1: I did, but uh, in the book, she was crazy. She was right. actually one of his villains.
0: Was she really? Oh, wait, isn't uh, isn't Moriarty his brother? He has a brother, right? Uh, my uh, Mycroft. Mycroft, right? So I'm not a big Sherlock Holmes fan. Um, I, Arthur Conan Doyle was supposed to be this genius, mm-hmm. and he was good friends with Harry Houdini, and um, their friendship was basically ruined because um, uh, Doyle believed in spiritualism. Back then and Houdini was very against That because he felt They were taking advantage of people The spiritualists at the time were They were doing parlor tricks and stuff like that And Houdini Would sometimes go into uh, These uh, Spiritualists And um, in disguise Or and
1: Now didn't uh, Houdini I don't know if it was with his wife But he told somebody like a a Code word
0: his His wife It was okay. He basically said, "If if there is an if if there is an afterlife, if you this is what I'm going to say to you." And every year on every year on Halloween, they would have the seance. I remember as a kid watching it on TV, and you know, obviously, he never came through. I mean, not when she was alive, but you know, they they continued the seance, and um. So, so she told somebody the word. I don't think she did. I don't even know the word. And I read a bunch of biographies on hmm. Um, But yeah, so he, there was this woman. Uh, I'm forgetting her name right now, but she was this very, very popular spiritualist at the time that uh, Doyle was just a, a believer. And he's a believer to the day he died. And the thing was because he lost his son during the war. Uh, but yeah, they had a falling out over... Um, I believe they were trying. So the spiritualist was trying to get information on Houdini to do a, uh, to prove to him that she's, she's authentic. He was, he was always debunking her in things and um, their friendship just kind of dissipated from that, which is a shame because they're really good friends. But um, so yeah, getting back to that, um, she kind of veered off course. Uh, I didn't, no, I never knew Sherlock Holmes had a sister. I do like young Sherlock Holmes. That was a great movie, by the way, Christopher Columbus. Um, uh, so, okay. So his sister is actually crazy and a villain in the books. Yes. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. And then, um, them
1: because, because they didn't like how Henry Cavill. Well, not it's not Henry Cavill's Sherlock. Um, he played Sherlock, right? Right. But it's it wasn't his performance that they were upset with; it was
0: his character. Okay, so here's the thing, though: if they paid the rights for these characters, then yeah, that's I have to look
1: more into into the case. But I don't I don't sense sense. know if they approved it only because Sherlock Holmes is actually public domain. Well, then they have no right. To- well, well, that's where it gets kind of tricky because. Right. How can he be public domain and at the same time have,
0: you know, have an estate? Right. Now, so for instance, most fairy tales are in public domain, the exception of Peter Pan, which is owned by the Children's Hospital in London. But if you want to do any Grimm's Brothers, you can make your own. You just cannot use the Seven Dwarfs names because that is... Um, owned by Walt Disney, he created the names of the dwarfs. You could do um, The Wizard of Oz, you do anything you want with the Wizard of Oz, but you cannot use the ruby slippers, that is property of MGM now, Warner Brothers, because they came this the slippers of silver in the book, they made them uh, red ruby red for the Technicolor, um, because this is going to be a, a color movie in the 1930s, so Technicolor was still new. They knew the the rubies would pop on screen, um, therefore they use that. So you cannot do that without getting uh, paying them. But you can still go ahead and make a Wizard of Oz. So you could you could write a Wizard of Oz book right now, and do whatever you want with it. You know you can make. Um, I mean that's how Wicked came about, the book and then the play and whatnot. Um, you can make your own. Where I don't know. The lion eats dorothy if you want i don't know but you can pretty much do anything because it's public domain and people do that uh bomb wrote i think 14 books and then when he died um people took over and eventually it went into public domain and people continue to write books to this day you know like you know so that's interesting if if holmes is in public domain maybe part of it isn't though maybe they kept something because like Zorro um, has some kind of a estate where if you want to make a Zorro movie you gotta you know approach them for the license uh, I believe Tarzan is the same way um, that's uh, I'm drawing a blank on her um, Tarzan at the moment Edgar Rice Burrows I think yeah uh, so, like, it's it's really weird, actually, you know, like, well, even Conan, like, you want to make a Conan, he's not public domain, so you would have to, right. you know, go to the Robert E. Howard estate, I guess, so it's really interesting, like, if they, Yeah, laws, copyright laws are just so, I mean, that's why we have lawyers, but, but like, if they didn't, I thought they would be more upset with the fact that they didn't make her a villain compared to. You
1: know well, the whole movie was about did her. So, did you watch it? Not yet. Okay, I've, I've seen bits and parts. All I got was it looks good. Uh, the trailer, yeah, yeah. I'll probably watch it this week. Like, you know, she grew up normal childhood with her mother, right? Her mother disappears, and right. now it's a you know, she's charged with finding out what happened, Maybe. which is kind of weird because. Her brother Sherlock Holmes. You'd think he would be in, more interested in finding out what happened to his own mother.
0: Maybe, and, you know, but maybe they make him like a like not so smart. Possible. yeah. That's what they're complaining about. And like again, I haven't seen it, but maybe that's what they're they're complaining about. Like you know.
1: Well, I heard they didn't like his attitude. Sherlock's it's Sherlock's. All right, but like I said, uh, uh, to be continued, folks. Uh, yeah, I'm, we're gonna have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I good. just
0: I just thought it was an interesting story. I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, two things. I was like, who's Al- Alona? Whatever the name is, Holmes. And then I was like, um, is that Millie Bobby Brown? I was like, why she get so big? When did they grow up, these kids, I'm like blown away by the cast of Stranger Things. So grown up now. So, yeah,
1: they'll be forty on the next episode. Yeah,
0: well, they are filming. Thank God. So, and it has been. um uh, leaked? Not not. It's not leaked. I should say it's um. People taking pictures of them of the cast on you know, at on set in, in wardrobe, um. So uh, I'm just glad that they're filming. You know.
1: Yeah, I guess what July is when they're coming out.
0: I have no idea. Uh, uh, that's oh, that's oh, the last I heard. Wait, next year. Um, I am. Yeah, I'm here we're in the summer. My lord. Or October. Oh gosh.
1: All right. And so Rick Moranis got punched in the face in New York.
0: And that's crazy. Like the you know, that's like remember when people were going around just like punching people in the head yeah. for a stupid reason just well, because they were stupid and they they would film it. And it's like what what's wrong with these people? And is Rick Moranis, you know, like just walking minding his business. Yeah, yeah, I saw the video. He
1: really? Yeah, he was just walking, and the guy just clocked him right in the face. And, it, oh. and he, I mean, it, Did he I, fe- he I felt that. Yeah, he went down hard. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. I he mean, a he, he's a national treasure. Why? Why would you? Who? I mean, in their nat- right mind, would would want to hurt Rick Moranis?
0: American and Canadian treasure. Yeah, and you know, it's true. You know, he's he's the great. He plays a great nerd. He plays kind of a great wise guy like in um or or tough guy in my blue heaven in uh, streets of fire and he just seems cool um like why yeah they just it it had to have just been some random attack on somebody yeah I, i'm not sticking up for this person at all who hit him um i hope they catch him um i hope he's okay he's but um he hadn't he hasn't been acting but he's coming back for um well yeah, he wanted to raise his kids. Right, after his, his wife died cancer, you know. which is really sad. Uh, and he's coming back to um to uh the Disney the D twenty three uh I'm sorry, not the D twenty three, the Disney plus um Honey and Shrunk the Kids continuation or reboot or whatever it is. So uh, which is cool. Um I, I know I hope he's okay. I mean that's yeah. just that's just crazy. And now that you mentioned D
1: twenty three
0: or disney apparently
1: Park. yeah apparently it got pushed back a year so no new marvel announcements oh no, yeah for the marvel cinematic universe for at least a year
0: which is um, kind of strange i mean you got we got wanda coming out we got uh black widow black widow's done i mean that could be released anytime and
1: right. well that got pushed back right and what about Shang
0: what? Chi? got
1: pushed back but what about what's
0: done, like what's filmed? I mean, uh, the winter- yeah, everything got pushed back, but and well, then el- filming-
1: elementals, I guess, is next November,
0: but but like uh, Disney Plus wise, they were filming uh, well, that stuff's okay, I think. Yeah, so the like- next one's um,
1: Winter Soldier and Captain yeah, America, yes,
0: yes, and then we know that we talked about Nick Fury getting his show next week. Um, thinking mm-hmm. of you know, this is things being pushed back. I don't know if you heard this or not, Tom, but this is things possibly coming out. uh, Hopefully the fall goes well, fingers crossed. So Toy Fair 2021, did you hear about this? Possibility. It won't be in the fall. May 1st to 4th. Oh, okay. Um, There's a possibility that they're going to do the Toy Fair International in the um Javits um it would be May 1st to the 4th um 2021 uh which is like so great uh obviously they have precautions set up um but they did say in the letter if things you know go south and you know they have to cancel it they will go back to vir- you know a virtual one so I guess it's still pending but it was it's a, it's a sign of hope because that's like my one outing I love um, throughout the year. Um, so here's hoping.
1: Ethan Van Skyver has shown prototypes of his Cyberfrog action figure. He's following in the footsteps of uh, McFarlane's Kickstarter. He's going to have the classic version, a modern version, and an artist-proof version. And he currently, if you're a fan of Cyberfrog, he currently has the Warts and All campaign going on right now at Indiegogo. Now, this is a collection of every 90s Frog issue, all collected into one volume.
0: Hence the Warts and All.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for this figure. I've always loved Cyberfrog. I've always supported him. I can't wait for this figure.
0: So what he's doing... Is kind of like has labs in a way,
1: yeah. It's Indiegogo, sort of. it, it's, it's, it's a non political Kickstarter, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Apparently, one of the or stretch goals is more articulation, which I'm all for. So, I don't know how much more articulation you can put in the toy right now. It's only seven points of articulation, uh, shoulders, waist, head. Oh, I'm sorry, shoulders. Ways, knees and toes yeah what the song kids uh i I guess everything but the head and then i guess as it gets bigger because i guess originally it was supposed to be something like 21 points wow yeah and uh and yeah now it's a now it's a stretch goal but i wish them all the best i mean it's it's tough creating your own uh action figure
0: sure uh, so what's this thing you got here about gigawatt? Gigawatts coming back
1: on Hasbro Pulse. One point twenty one. Yep. <laughs> the tran- the transforming DeLorean will be wait, once wait. again available. You
0: telling me you built a time machine out of a transformer? Did you see the um? I guess it's I don't know what these kids call it. It's a meme. It's a meme. yeah. Is that a picture? Right. All right, so I was on Instagram one night, and it was—I only saw. I should have took a picture of it, a screenshot. It was the DeLorean, and just the back of the DeLorean, like blown out. Marty McFly, and I don't know if it was him or not, laying on the ground, face down. I guess like he's dead, and the kids from Stand by Me looking over him, like he was the one they were trying to find and i was like what the heck? it was like the the weirdest crossover i've ever seen but it was um it was cool uh, and it was kind of like this shot taking as if like a drone took it so it was like looking down on it all hmm. but it was actually i don't know if they took footage from the films uh, but it was just really interesting hmm.
1: Sorry. so Giga is going to be released again through Hasbro Pulse only this time, apparently, not only were the fans upset of the limited release originally, but they didn't like the clear windshield on the actual figure. So this new gigawatt will have tinted glass instead of the previously cleared. And according to Hasbro Pulse, they will not be in limited and they will be available to everyone. So that's kind of nice. All
0: right. I kind of dig this uh, Skeletor's Havoc Staff, the Factory Entertainment's putting out. I didn't know what a Havoc Staff was until I actually looked at the picture. I didn't know that's what they called it. And
1: yeah, first, this thing looks cool.
0: First, I thought um, it was going to be like a, a letter opener, but isn't this thing like eight feet tall?
1: Uh, let's see, one one to one scale limited, so hey, it's. Definitely a full size person
0: size. Um, um, so I mean, it's great for cosplayers. Yeah, or just uh, <laughs> just to walk around the house with, you know, kind of like.
1: Yeah, I can't say anything. I have a full size power sword. Well, you know, in my Tom,
0: possession. So you're going to be hobbled soon, so you could use that to walk around the house with. Yeah, your cane. Yeah. Um, it'd it be a cool pimp cane. <laughs> Skeletor. And
1: it's purple. Yeah.
0: It is. It is nothing but purple. Yeah. Yeah. The purple pimp. The and one-eyed, then, one-eared flying purple pimp. Uh, and then uh
1: Thundercats from Super Seven still available for pre-order. You can get Lynx O, Pumra, Snowman. Was, was
0: Snowman. Snowman?
1: Yep, Snowman or Snow Knight, depending on
0: I know. I don't know anything about Thundercats
1: and uh and monkey So the monkey's I, uncle. Yep. I believe this is the last week to order them. So if you're a huge ThunderCats fan or minor one, they are nice. Get ones. on it. I tell you they, they they look cool. They are um actually our Lino and Panthro toy reviews will be up on www.toy-lines.com this week. Nice. So if you're kind of curious you know so far a thumbs up from super 7 they they make quality figures do yeah. they do uh, you know extra heads extra articulation and their ultimate's line incredible i mean you get so many accessories with them
0: and i like their the retro style of um reaction personally i'm a big fan of their reaction figures i don't have them but i do we? I don't know, but I, I really love the reaction. I just love the, the cards and those figures remind me so much of the Kenner days. So I, I'm just – I think that's why. But I, I love what they're coming out with. Even the, the sports ones I like. And I'm not a sports guy except for Quidditch. But um, the baseball ones, the mascot ones, I think they're so cool looking. They're really- yes.
1: Yeah, Brian's doing some some great stuff out of Super yeah. 7. So if you're interested, go to super7store.com and – pre-order the next wave of Thundercats.
0: And tell them time. Now,
1: another cool thing, sorry. Another cool thing um, Super 7 just released was, if you're wondering what happened to your Conan figures, apparently they just got the Paint Masters. Mm. So it's still in production. So they are coming. Just I'm still waiting for them to pre-order Conan the Destroyer, the one where he's topless and you know just at the end of conan destroyer i'm still waiting for conan the librarian
0: you know what that is no Some from you uh weird out uhf
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: that's a great movie uh so the diamond select crow figure this looks pretty wicked um He's got the guitar. He's in front of the window. The crow on his shoulder. Although I think in the movie they use ravens. Apparently, I guess they're easier to train. I guess a photo album's there. Um, now it look, does look.
1: It does have some look uh, nice likeness. Yeah, it I doesn't mean, look like the comic.
0: No, it's Brandon Lee for sure. Um, the it's got the leather pants, the boots, and, and notice the the boots the way they're tied. Because he ties them like that in the movie where the tongue hangs over the boot. Oh, okay. Um, it's got the black bracelet on the one ant, one arm, one hand. Uh, and this is kind of before he goes out and, and kicks ass because the shirt isn't ripped, he doesn't got the electrical tape all over him. So uh this is a very nice looking toy if you're a Crow fan or if you're a Brandon Lee fan. Um the, the makeup looks great the hair, everything about this are good. And he, he was just incredible in that movie. So this is a nice tribute to him. Yeah. I always get sad when I, when I see something with the crow, of what happened to him is just very heartbreaking. Did you ever read the book? I did. Um, I read it. Uh, I think it was, I can't remember if it was before or after the movie came out, but that's, it was the movie that got me into it and then um i think i just bought the trade and then i bought from this this is back in the 90s when the movie came out like 93 94. uh there's this comic shop in the next town over and he was selling his i think i bought them all or i bought issue one and i had james o'barr autograph it at a at a convention and he was really oh, wow. cool, really nice guy and um, I'll never forget going up to him, and I was, just, I was like so nervous. And I just asked him if he would wouldn't mind personalizing it, and he put um, to Ian, best always J O Bar. So I was like, still got it to this day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's really cool. Uh, so what's up? Uh, what else we got? So,
1: here was a. I don't want to say a cruelties, but I was all excited when Entertainment Earth announced Dino Riders are coming back. Dino, they, they had this beautiful poster. That is a nice poster. Had the Mattel logo. Had every had a T Rex, a Diplodocus. Because believe it or not, I learned most of my Dino names from this toy line. That's fine. And everybody was all excited. We we're like, "Wow, this is!" I mean, first things first. I was like, "This is gonna be huge and expensive, but I don't <laughs> care." They uh, dinosaurs with robotic parts firing at each other. Sign me up. Then I looked at the fine print, and it turns out they are muscle-like figures. So those little, those little pink. Except yeah, well, a little bit bigger. So they're green and purple. They're green and yeah, green good guys, purple bad guys. And
0: what, so who's other carnivores, the villains? No, it's just mixed. Okay, so I never I don't know much about Dino Riders, So Yeah.
1: No, um but the the TV show was awesome. Oh, and yeah. just I I'm just surprised. I mean, uh, we should do some research and yeah. find out why the line didn't succeed because this was a great line.
0: I mean, I know you're bummed about it, but dino- any dinosaur toy is cool at this point. And I know they're small, but you know, they're still kind of cool. They're dinosaurs,
1: yeah. But, but I mean, I know, yeah, compared to what they originally were, here's what I can't understand. And you know, they do this all the time. And in, in toys just take like, um. Uh, Jurassic Park dinosaur, throw some electronic parts on them, you know, some armor, boom, Dino Riders are back. You know, maybe paint them a different color.
0: Well, I don't think Mattel put out JP, but so to speak, is what you're saying, you know, so, something to that extent.
1: No, I think they are. I think they have the movie license.
0: Oh, do they? Okay, yeah. well, there you go. It's not like that's what
1: done. that's what I'm saying.
0: Just yeah, like they haven't um, done it before, you know, Kenner did it plenty of times.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're getting muscle figures of Dino Riders. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was just to gauge interest. That's a good point. Um, but
0: any toys are coming back, so yeah, we gotta. Yeah, we have to deep dive but into that. You know what? If this was Super Seven, you were to got what you wanted. Oh, totally. Um, I think it's because Mattel is playing it safe. They got something planned. You never, maybe, maybe you never know. Um, yeah, I guess time will tell.
1: And now, how many days until *The Mandalorian* in? Twenty-five. Twenty-five days. As of today. As of today, until you know, we can feel like some semblance of normalcy, uh, normalcy, happiness. And for everyone interested, Hasbro Pulse. Still going strong with the vintage Razor Crest spaceship. 4,000. Hold on. Let me refresh. Sorry. (laughs) 4,433 backers. Hey,
0: it went up 10 since we've been talking. Yeah. That's nice. Which is good because
1: we have to get that child with his shift knob. How many days left? Uh, Sounded so much dirtier than Uh, what I meant it. Is it 25 days? 35 days, 6 hours, 15 minutes.
0: So they're a little bit past uh, the when the show premieres.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. This is ending sometime in November. Yeah, that's... Uh, oh, I want this, but I can't afford it. You know what's funny? It says limited five per transaction. Who, who can
0: afford five? Right? I can't afford one. I can't afford the child at this point. And, and there, there's some dude out there buying five. Can you imagine buying five of these?
1: Well, I'm I'm sure like a scalper is. Oh man! But I mean, I mean, like you said, three fifty is a hefty price. Could you imagine paying more than three fifty?
0: How much is that times five? Because I'm terrible at math. I mean, the shipping alone is. Yeah. Imagine buying five Snake Mountains.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I remember Castle Gray School. There was people. And PowerCon with, with, like, a ton of extras.
0: Uh, so yeah, I guess that's true. The dealers.
1: And Snake Mountain was going for $600.
0: $1,750. I
1: don't
0: even have $17 in my wallet right now. Uh, Tommy. The Warriors. Oh, from Esco, the five
1: points? Come out and play. The Warriors. Yeah, I mean, come out and play. I'm I, a big fan of Mesco and Five Points, but I just have you seen the movie? I've seen it once.
0: Do you like it? No.
1: All right. So really. like, because it reminds me of '80s New York, like pure
0: '80s New York. It reminds me of '70s New York, to be honest with you. And like, yeah,
1: that too. Yeah,
0: I, I don't like this movie. Um, I don't get this movie. I don't know why people love this movie especially people our age, Um, my sister likes it. And I'm like, I don't see what the big deal is. I just know the one part with the bottles. And he's like, chink, chink, chink. Yeah. I don't don't know. I thought you were a fan. That's why uh, we're talking about it. No, I I like Mezco. Mike Drake
1: and the guys. That's our shout out to them.
0: We're just being a well-rounded podcast today. Pretty much all right so yeah we're we're just
1: flying by the seat of our pants sorry folks we'll be better
0: next week but it's not all the
1: gangs it's just the warriors as far as i know it's just the warriors but it's just, there's several gangs. Five and points yeah
0: actually that was based off a book that movie believe it or not no yeah it was um so i looked into reading it and i started reading it. Uh, barnes noble has like a free preview sometimes it's like the first chapter and I was reading it, and I was like, eh, I'm not
1: going to read this memoir. So also coming out of Hasbro Pulse, the Tantive Four includes oh, Rebel Fleet Trooper. So you can remake your New Hope with Princess Leia talking to R2, or, I don't
0: know, Vader, a scene from Rogue One destroying, just like using a force like it's nobody's business.
1: Oh my god! I mean, I know you're a big fan of it, but you're you're gonna be mad when I say this. It was but the only scene in Rogue One, in the whole lie. movie,
0: that I enjoyed. That was a scene I did not expect. No, I I didn't expect it. I didn't expect for Leia. and I knew going in they had to die, because right because that's how I saw it's, it. It's the only way you can tell that story. And that's, I was fine with that. You know, like it, it's, um, that's what the rebellion, that's what happens when you're, when you're a rebel. It's like, you no, know, you're a martyr in a way. You're, you're trying to save the universe. And uh, I just thought, it, I really liked it. Um, in that scene, good golly. I mean, he's just like, Vader's going crazy. it has got the tint in the, uh, the red tint to the lenses. And it's just awesome. You know, and then of course when you watch episode four, he's like an old man fighting, but still.
1: You know. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. See, that's why I'm not too crazy about all these prequels. I think you know, the, sure. here's how I always say it. Your characters are supposed to move forward. Okay. Right. Now, if they have an interesting origin, just talk about it, mention it. You know, I don't literally have to see it kind of like with Solo. I didn't need to see the castle run. Yeah. I had it perfectly imagined in my head of what it could have been. Right. And I was perfectly fine with that because I want to know where my characters are going, not where they've been.
0: I just didn't like really that stupid robot Lando hung out with. Um who is the uh co-pilot of the Falcon? I, I just and then that, she becomes the Falcon. And she becomes the Falcon. And I was like, right, this is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the thing about prequels and and I would consider Rogue One a prequel or a side story. Um, as far as Vader's fighting, you know, you kind of got to go in knowing that this is made in a different time. Just you know, some things you just got to let it go. You know, like fighting styles. Um. I want to discuss this when we we do our next Star Wars Wars episode about um, the prequels. Because I was doing a lot of thinking about them. And um, that had to be tough in a way. Because we know, okay, Lucas's idea was one through six. It's the story of Anakin. For me, growing up, it was always a story of Luke. You see four, five, and six, and you think, okay, this is what it's about. And it's actually the story of Anakin Skywalker and Luke, but it's you know what if you look at one to six as a whole, it is Anakin's story. Um, and it's kind of tough to like write something, and then it's so popular, and then you have like I don't know, 20 years go by where we're all thinking of our own. Clone Wars, what it's like, and this and that, and then here's this man's vision put down on paper, or on celluloid, or digital, or whatever he released it on, and because it doesn't match what we think, um, you know, we automatically crapped on it, and it's, kind of looking back, I'm like, well, that must have just been tough for him, you know, like, and it, it, but I'll get more into that with our Star Wars episode, but FYI folks for having a Wars episode. Um, but uh yeah, so um so Jamie Foxx wants to come back as Electro. I did hear though that um they might change the way he looked.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they did.
0: Um he Yeah, I mean
1: they, those I those Mark Webb Spider Man movies just didn't appeal to me at
0: all. And I love Spider Man. He's a tough character to do because you can't do the regular suit with the stupid yellow bolts on the head, you know, the, the green and yellow, because that would look ridiculous. So how do you make Electro look cool? I don't know personally. Um, What I liked about those movies was I thought Andrew Garfield had a great awkwardness to Peter Parker. He was almost like painfully shy. He was such an extrovert. Um, I liked how his Spider-Man moved. Um, I did not like the way the lizard looked. I felt the Green Goblin was too much at once. Um, I would like to have seen, uh, you know, the rest, maybe one more. I'd love to have the movie, the second movie ended with the rhino. I thought that was a great ending. Mm. Or it would have been a great continuation to begin a movie. But, um, I'm still gonna say, I'm going on record. The best Spider-Man movie was the second one with Doc Ock. Sam Raimi was at his finest. Uh, you know yeah. they let to let him do what he did. He had a great scene in the the hospital when uh, they're trying to take the the arms off, and they just come alive. And it was like right out of Evil Dead. It was just like oh, it's incredible. And there's been a lot of rumors that um they're going to bring back uh, Kirsten Dunst for for Mary Jane. And I forget the actor's name um, who played Harry Osborn in the Amazing Spider-Man movies that he's going to be coming back. Or it's rumored to be. So I guess they're going for some kind of Spider-Verse in the third one? Everything
1: is Spider-Verse now. I mean, everything is a multiverse now. I mean, mean, uh, no. Nobody wants more than that.
0: (laughs) Just one. One Tommy Tommy to rule them all. Um
1: and then Hasbro Legends has announced they're coming out with a black cat figure for their retro line.
0: Oh, it looks like the 90s one, right? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So you that's interesting. Know, I forgot to throw this in there for uh, the Star Wars, the, the black series. Scout Trooper from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I guess that's a game. All right, so Scout Trooper, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, it's a GameStop exclusive, of course. It's black series, so it's going to be six inches. It's the – think of um, – if you don't know, if we say Scout Trooper and it doesn't ring a bell, it's the Endor Trooper from Jedi. I always liked the way they looked. Their helmets were different. Their, um, just their whole suits were different than stormtroopers, Troopers, so they were pretty cool. Um, it's one of those dudes – and he's gonna have four pieces, four points of articulation, and two accessories, which is a blaster. I don't even know what to call this thing. It's like a stick with some lightning on it. Uh, force lightning stick, or I guess it could help fight you against a lightsaber. But um, so yeah, so that's coming out. It's an exclusive because why not?
1: The um, Robert Kirkman's. Skybound Entertainment announced a Limited edition Nickelodeon Approved Blacklight Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Poster from artist Jim Rugg It'll be available September 29th Through October 13th at Iam8bit.com And will retail
0: for $75 That's interesting a Blacklight poster An actual Blacklight Poster? Yeah Who, Who has a Blacklight these days? Oh, you can get one anywhere. I mean, no, you can't. I had one when I was in high school, but, like, do kids know what they are?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you can get one on Hot Topic.
0: Yeah, it's true. I had, like, half my room painted black with the black light in it. I thought it was so cool when I was young.
1: And then um, Jim Rugg of Walking Dead fame, he's a good artist. But I, I just – it's interesting that Skybound would – Would do something like this I mean they're so big with um, All the Kirkman properties You know why why venture out
0: Well maybe Kirkman's gonna one day Write a Turtles comic Never know So uh, Doors open with Many entries I don't know Is that a saying So McFarlane toys will be
1: on hand During Walmart's online collector's con They have a bunch of exclusives from the McFarlane Gold Label, which includes Batman, the Batman designed by McFarlane himself, Mandarin Spawn, Arkham Asylum Bronze Batman, The Witcher's Geralt of Rivia. Uh,
0: Geralt, I believe his name
1: is. Oh, sorry, Geralt of Uh, Rivia.
0: I'm just sorry to be like that.
1: Doom Marauder, also Bronze. Warhammer Necron Artist Proof, and Mortal Kombat Katana, And What's then up? you can also pre-order Sub-Zero with Purple Skin from Mortal Kombat. Get and over here! Yes. Yeah. This- My Hero Academia Shota Aziwa, yeah, and there. Warhammer Adepta Sororitas, Battle Sister. Walmart. And you can see all these at Walmart's
0: Collector Con this week. Yeah, they're also going to have a, a Beetlejuice top, um, Walmart Collecticon. Con. It is uh, Beetlejuice in the black and white suit with that merry-go-round hat towards the end when his arms go out long like a carnival game. This going to be another Walmart Con exclusive. A lot of Beetlejuice merchandise out this year. I don't know if you've noticed or not. But, uh, yeah, I've noticed a lot of uh, for Halloween, it's Spirit. They have a lot of, like, things you, you could dress up as. Just regular merchandise. Uh, New York Comic Con is going to have Funko going to have an exclusive pop of Beetlejuice. It's going to be uh the black and white suit once more. He's going to be holding the handbook for the recently deceased or diseased, as they say in the movie. Um, yeah, so, you know, we mentioned his name twice. One more time, he's going to appear, so got to be careful Conan Netflix Uh, working on a Conan the Barbarian series Netflix Uh, they struck a deal Netflix and the Conan properties international Uh, Netflix now has the exclusive rights to the Conan library for television and T uh, excuse me television and movies which includes animated Um, there's no actor yet cast for the role um, as for the King Conan or Schwarzenegger um, It's most likely not being Made since Netflix has the rights Unless they do something with them uh, Damn you 2020 <laughs> It's It's ruining everything And it's still not over
1: You know what I'm a stockholder At Netflix we have to make the King Conan movie Arnold needs to come Back one last time I mean why not just
0: do the the movie And the series and you know Don't need to tie in And You know Having two different He-Man shows For God's sake Exactly I mean Who on Who Which
1: Conan fan Does not want to see Schwarzenegger Tell that story Of King Conan You know He's a little Roughed up He's grayer I mean Let's face it Arnold needs a hit This could be his hit Yeah now, with that being said, I'm not opposed to seeing it on Netflix, but I
0: would like to see it happen. I think Netflix uh, wouldn't hurt by uh, by by doing the movie with, with Schwarzenegger. Personally, I think there's, I think it's a great idea. I do.
1: You know what? Um, we have another podcast where we talk to some people from Netflix. I'm definitely mentioning that. Nice
0: nice uh speaking of netflix cobra kai season three is coming january 8th 2021 uh if you haven't seen it yet I, I i gotta tell you to watch it it's it's a great show season four is in training as a actually they actually said that it's in training that's not me uh but yeah season three it picks up where season Two left off it might be a bit of a time jump but um tom if you haven't watched it i know you're going to be laid up for a while that's your homework season one or two cobra kai i think you're gonna like it it's it's a it's a really good show i like i said i wasn't a karate kid fan and uh i watched the first episode and i was like wow this is actually really good um and for you, everybody out there, how does a squad become a cult? How does a cult become a classic? You're going to know on October 27, 2020, when the new Monster Squad documentary, The Wolfman's Got Nards, will be released. You're a fan, Tom, Monster Squad? I am, but for some reason,
1: I think it was primed for a reboot. Like, I don't know why, but just something about it. Like, I enjoyed the original, but I think it's a great concept. I think they can actually improve on it. Yeah. They want to get away with
0: some of the stuff that they did in the movie, no, though. Oh, know.
1: not not, they, they yeah, not today's audience.
0: audience. You no, know, you, yeah. that whole thing he was making several bullets. That ain't going down. Mm. Um, The documentary is going to be. Now, isn't one of the characters, one of the actors made yeah. it? Yeah. It's written and directed one of the kids, by one of the main stars of the movie, Andre Gower, who played Sean. The documentary includes interviews um, with people such as Heather Lagenkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street or the TV show Just the Ten of Us, Zach Galligan from Gremlins and Waxworks, Adam F. Goldberg of the Goldbergs, but also from the cast and crew of the movie, um, including Duncan Rager, who played Dracula, Steven Mack, who played the father of Sean, Ryan Lambert, who played Rudy. Rudy was always cool. Ashley Bank, who played the little sister, Phoebe, who I still think of as a little little girl. I like She's so grown up. I'm like, that's the girl from the Monster Squad. Um, Brent, unfortunately, Brent Chalem, who played Horace, would not be in it because he passed away in 90, 1997, which is a, quite a shame, actually um robbie kigger went not be in it as well he played patrick one of the the monster squad monster squatters um and it will have director and co-writer fred decker um decker is well known for night of the creeps which is i ever see that tommy oh hmm. uh, it's a great movie so Night of the creeps briefly is a sci-fi zombie movie where these something crashes and there's like these slugs that go that takes over people the only way they can take over you is if it goes if it goes in your mouth or the other end and um they turn you into a zombie now in true zombie fashion you got to shoot them in the head but when you do that the slugs escape so you got to burn the slugs and i remember seeing this movie um years ago years and years ago when it, when it was on hbo and i was so young brother had it on and uh you know at the time i was probably still a little bit scared and he was like oh we have to watch this movie you know it's got great effects and i was like okay man you know but yeah it's a cool movie um it's also gonna have uh the co-writer another co-writer of shane black um shane black was the writer of the lethal weapon movies um he, he worked on Iron Man three. He's also done some acting. Uh, he was in Predator. Uh, so yeah, Black and Decker, who they've worked together before. I am very excited for this doc. I can't wait to see it. It's got a slew of other people being interviewed, uh, famous and and whatnot. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what like Heather Legend Camp has to say about it, you know, from Nightmare on Elm Street, because she's one of the people they interview. It's like. Basically, it's going to be kind of like why. Why did this film uh, connect with so many fans? Uh, it's it's going to be awesome. I hope it's awesome. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I'm a big documentary guy, so yeah, I, I'll give it a shot.
0: Also, you know what? Also cool about it is um, they're going to be speaking to Tom Woodruff Junior., who played the Gill Man. So that's kind of cool. They got at least two of the monsters. You got Duncan Rager uh, who played Drac and, you know, his makeup, you know, nothing compared to the dude in the Gilman suit. Um, they're not going to have the guy who played the wolfman in the suits. He's not in it, unfortunately. Um, the guy who played the mummy is not going to be in it. Tom Noonan, who was Frankenstein, is not in it, which is a shame. Uh, and... John Greer, I believe his name was, played a person called the Desperate Man. He was the wolf man. The man before it became the wolf, I'll say. Now, believe it or not, that's the that's Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. And uh my cousin told me that at first and I didn't believe him. And then and he was like, it was so sad, man. He was like, dude, it is. I'm like, no, it's not. And when I looked it up, I was like, oh he was right. And I don't think he'll let me live it down. But between then and Napoleon Dynamite, he just looks so different. But yeah, so Monster Squad, that's going to be a, I'm looking. I I don't know what it's going to be released on, but if it's a streaming, I guess it's going to be streaming. Uh, I don't know what format though, but I, I hope it's a, when I have, because I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Thank you to Brian Salvatore for our intro and outro music. Thank you to Shared Universe Podcast Studio and Spectre Creative. Join us on the conversation. Tell us if we're wrong, especially about Sherlock at toyspodcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on all your favorite podcast platforms, Podbeam, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Please subscribe, give us a rating, or do both. For the latest toy reviews, join us at www.toy-lines.com follow us on social media twitter instagram at toy lines facebook at toy lines or toy shelf
0: magazine for your toy needs i'm ian westoff i'm tom romero and this is the toy lines podcast play with your toys we'll see you next week take care Hi, I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm his twin brother, Johnny DC. And together, we host the Dynamic Duel podcast, a weekly show where we debate who has the superior characters between Marvel and DC, which we help prove through stat-based simulations of battles between your favorite Marvel and DC characters. We also review the latest Marvel and DC films to hit theaters. We'd love to have you come listen as we have a blast every Tuesday. Check out Dynamic Duel at dynamicduel.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.